When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi and welcome to episode 147 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Do you know if either of my children wants to wrestle in high school? I probably will not let them. My partner, well, he wrestled in high school, and I think he's going to be really mad at me when he hears that because he probably doesn't have the connection that I do to things like weight classes. But I've worked with people with eating disorders for the last 20 years, and I've seen how weight classes really mess with a person's recovery and complicates their relationship with food. So, you know, only time's going to tell if my, either my children wants to wrestle, but I do have a letter from someone today who has been fighting and doing a sport like fighting. There's also weight classes and struggled with an eating disorder, but yet found really important resources for this person and for many people in recovery, things like weight-inclusive approaches or non-diet approaches. Some people call it health at every size, intuitive eating, you know, those resources that we have found that can be countercultural and against dieting. And that's really helped this person rec- person's recovery, yet they still feel because of their boxing and their fighting and, and doing everything that goes into that sport, which it's probably obvious with just a few Uh, words that I know nothing about the sport, (laughs) but you know, that the type of stress that comes from maintaining a weight class is really making recovery tough. And as I said, I don't know much about fighting or wrestling or anything like that that involves a weight class. So I invited Christy Amadio onto the show. 
She is a clinician that also has a lived experience that's really similar to this letter writer. So if you are someone that does a sport that has a weight class, or if you're someone who maybe goes to the gym and feels kind of this pressure to be smaller than the person next to you, and that gets in the way of you actually enjoying um, some kind of movement or exercise, or you just feel yourself comparing a lot, no matter what your size is, well, this episode, I think you will find some really important gems. I learned a lot from talking to Christy and I have a feeling that you're going to get some new nuggets that are going to help you find some new directions to go. Before we hear this episode's letter, a word from our sponsor. This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace courses. So I am a registered dietitian who specializes in helping people to promote health and healing without diets. And I found a number of years ago that those of you with polycystic ovarian syndrome, also known as PCOS, really are forced to diet to manage the condition. And I had to find another way because I knew diets didn't work for most people. So why would they work with all these people affected by PCOS. And after helping people for years, working with hundreds of people, I put my 12-step system into a course and you can get to all the details by going to pcosandfoodpeace.com. If you're a dietitian who also wants to help people with PCOS without dieting and you need some continuing education units, check out my course, pcosandfoodpeace.com slash dietitians. It has 20 continuing education units that you get for the course and includes group and individual supervision. And I look forward to seeing you in the course. Third Wheeled is a social media advocacy platform that raises awareness of eating disorders and LGBTQ plus communities. Started by a queer couple whose writing addresses the intersectionality of eating disorders and body image, including gender dysphoria, a queer identity, trauma, and gender identity expression. CJ and OJ provide a dual perspective of eating disorder recovery through the lens of a non-binary person in recovery and of a non-traditional family carer who just so happens to also be a registered dietitian. CJ and OJ would love to work with eating disorder professionals on cultivating inclusive treatment for eating disorders in LGBTQ plus communities and are available to discuss training, webinars, and speaking engagements. You can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thirdwheeled or email them at info at thirdwheeled.com. Just in case, I'm going to spell it for you and you can get everything in the show notes too. The third wheel is T-H-I-R-D-W-H-E-E-L-E-D.com. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter and hear from Christy Amadio. Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. 
I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dear Food, I have written and rewritten this letter so many times, but we need to talk. Our relationship has always been rocky, coming from an Americanized Eastern European family, and after flirting with several eating disorders, I thought I had finally broken free from restricted eating. But then I became a boxer, not just a lunchtime class fitness Instagram boxer, but a fighter. I love boxing. I love fighting. And the sense of ultimate conquering I get from coming out on top and training so hard. But my relationship with you has been abused and almost destroyed in my quest to become a champion. Within the combat industry, there is a prevailing toxic undercurrent of weight loss and diet culture expectations crystallized in the dangerous ritual that is the weight cut. Cutting weight is often a combination of severe restriction, forced XYZ, and overexercise. And in my fight history, I have done all to the extreme. This has caused not only our trust to erode, but also extreme weight cycling by about XYZ pounds each cut. I am now trying to engage with intuitive eating and the health at every size community after a big scare where my last cut almost landed me in the hospital. I have just started to see an anti-diet dietitian who was blown away by the sheer volume of Hayes resources I have consumed in my quest for health and pleasurable eating. I am slowly increasing the amount of variety of view that I consume food, but I'm still stuck on true eating permission due to my fear around my club and my coach. I am heavy food, and I always have been. I am stocky and short for my weight, And to make matters worse, my family has a history of having great bone density, which probably means that I can never lose as much weight as I need for the, quote, fight advantage. While working overseas, I was able to train on the fight team of a female coach. It was a mind-blowing experience for me as far as food freedom and body positivity goes. I felt so free and proud of my body and my size. I was allowed to fight very close to my walk-around weight, And even though I was four inches shorter than my opponent, I felt fit and fueled and strong. Now back in my home country, I am back at my home gym. And although I love and respect my male coach and my almost all male teammates, I am so scared and anxious about the thought of gaining weight. 
I don't know if he will let me fight close to my walk-around weight, but even if he does, I am scared that permission to eat sweets will skyrocket my weight upwards, forcing me to undertake another dangerous weight cut. I'm scared, food. I wrestle with guilt every time we're at the table and you are in a regular portion size or contain, quote, bad carbohydrates. There are bountiful resources for your average Jane looking to undertake the intuitive eating journey, but there are precious few for serious athletes of size like myself. I am sick and tired of compulsively moving all day, overtraining and underfueling and undernourishing my body, so everything hurts when I do the smallest things like climb the stairs or pat my dog. I'm the fittest and strongest I've been in my life, but I'm scared about losing that again, just to make a stupid weight I'm not supposed to be. I want to fully engage with you again, food, and have a healthy relationship where I can fuel my training and have eating competence and satisfaction. My fear of perceived judgment from my ringmates and coach is holding me back. How can I feel better about my bigger body in a room of lean athletes? How can I stop comparing myself to my sole female training partner who is as skinny as shredded as they come? How can I stay off the scale and retain my food choice autonomy without feeling guilt towards my coach? And how can I be proud and confident of the amazing things I can do and my size despite falling outside of the norm of today's media, quote, athletes. Love, fighting, diet culture. Hey there, letter writer. Thank you so much for your note. And while I think you sound so kick-ass, and, you know, it's honestly so cool to hear about someone really feeling powerful using their body. That just is really wonderful to hear. Yet I mourn with you that because of the pressure to conform and follow some rule that honestly, I don't understand. I've never done that sport before, but certainly I appreciate from learning from other people, but I really don't understand it. And so I mourn with you because it's taking away from you really feeling that power and feeling the joy from really working on that sport. So what we're going to do is we're going to hear from Christy Amadio. She's an eating disorder recovery coach, and she's also been an athlete. I think she's going to give us some insight that I wouldn't really get. So let's go ahead and give Christy a call. Hello. Hey, Christy. It's Julie Duffy Dillon. How are you? I'm well. Hi, Julie. So great to talk to you. And I am really excited to get your insight on this letter. Um, Did you get a chance to read it yet? I have. Yes. Awesome. Well, you know, when I got to know your work and the services you provide, I saw that you were an athlete. And so when I read this letter, I thought of you. I thought maybe you'll have some insight because of your lived experience. And, and so fingers crossed, I'm hoping you do. (laughs) I do. Yes. Awesome. Well, so when you read it, what was your general impression about what this person's experiencing? Wow. I think the first thing I want to say is I was reading it. I was kind of like curled up in my bed and I was like, yeah, I want to take this time to read this letter. And 
within the first two paragraphs, Julie, I just started like sobbing because I think her, the way she articulated her experience was just so close to my own and it really hit home. And when I read this letter, I thought, you know, I feel like this person is really, they're just wrestling with wanting recovery and searching for their own peace, but just so trapped in elite sport politics and fear of judgment. And I guess the, the idea of what success is as an athlete. Mm. I never heard like elite sport politics before, but I feel like that explains so much, especially for someone like me. You know, I was an athlete in high school and earlier, but I was never really, it was never part of my identity. And Mm -hmm. so hearing that phrase, I'm like, oh, that makes me get it, I think on a different level. And um, because, you know, I could tell from the letter that this was something that um, felt like a trap, but also like a passion. So, you know, rock in a hard place for sure. Um, well, and I'm wondering before we move on to some steps for this person, did you have any other things you wanted to mention about what you think this person's experiencing? Are you ready to move on to some first steps for this person? I absolutely, I definitely, you know, I thought a lot about it and I'm really sensing like she's so conflicted in that she knows intuitively what her body's set point is and where she operates, Mm -hmm. where she functions at a highest level. Um, and it sounds like she's really scared to trust that intuition because of how people will see her and what she'll do if she gives herself permission to eat as her body needs. And I just think she's in that really emerging stage of recovery, but she's got that added complexity of, of being an athlete as well. And I think there's a real spiritual or a soul element to elite sport. And that's what this writer is grappling with right now. Like she sees the bigger picture and I feel like she's the one that has the opportunity to start a paradigm shift in her sport. And so I'm actually really excited for her because as much as this is a personal struggle, I also think it's a collective struggle as well. That's such a great point. And, you know, I feel like for so many people that we talk to and as we, you know, as clinicians, as we're doing our own work with food peace and our body image, we do have this opportunity to help change paradigms in our life and our communities and, and, um, such a heavy burden, especially for someone like this person to be like the first person or maybe in her community, the first person. And yet what an opportunity, like you said, and, um, and and again, I think it's, you're highlighting so many things that I don't think about like the spiritual connection to sport, how that just provides so much meaning. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's just super important. And so, with all that being said, you know, what do you feel like are some first steps that you'd recommend to someone, maybe this letter writer or to someone who can relate? And honestly, I have a feeling there's people listening who totally can relate because they like their sport, you know, is just part of their identity. So what would you say to someone who can relate to this? Yeah, I think the first thing that struck me when I was thinking about first steps is I wanted to say to this person and even the people that are listening to this podcast is that you're already doing great things because by having a non-diet dietitian, by jumping into like health at every size resources, um, that's, that's a, that's a huge start already. And that's, that's the place to be. And so I wanted to say to people out there, like, Hey, you're already doing great things just by tuning into this podcast, because this is where it's at. Um, but the thing that really, really stood out to me, Julie, is that I think this person's empowered because she's got such a strong intuition. And so I want to say to her, trust your knowing, like trust, because that's your soul self. It's your inner spirit, higher power, whatever you believe, that part of you that knows that your body has a set point and that's where you function at your best. Like trust that because that's the truth. 
Um, and I feel like that's what she's grappling with. She's like, well, I trust it, but then there's, there's the coaches and the judgment and, and where I'm told that I'm supposed to fight. Um, so that would be one of the first things I'd say. Um, and another thing that really stood out to me in her letter was talking about perceived judgment of her coach. And I thought that's, that's so, um, insightful of her because sure her coach might judge, but her coach might not judge. Like I think, um, and I'll talk a little bit about myself if that's okay for a moment. I think as an athlete, I was in a sport, um, I was in the sport of weightlifting. And so we had weight classes as well. And yes, I absolutely think there's a culture in, in our sport of cutting weight and being in weight classes. But I also think as an elite athlete, I was a perfectionist. I was a high achiever. I'd set my own goals and make them. And so I think in my mind, I did that to myself as well. Like it wasn't just my sport. And so I think I had a lot of fear of perceived judgment, but as an adult, when I look back now, I go, actually, I had a part to play in that as well. And what could have been different if I'd stood up and said, Hey, actually, I feel better at this weight and I'd like to lift, you know, I'd like to perform in this class. I wonder what could have been different. Mm, You know, you're bringing up something that's really helpful for me as a clinician, because whenever weight classes come up with clients of mine and I, I feel myself getting kind of trapped in that and, you know, acknowledging how perfectionism is a part of that kind of trap and how the perfectionism is living within you, you know? And so that's something that a person can dismantle and then be able, like, it's not as much of a trap, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, um, and how it's based in perception and it can be changed. That to me is super hopeful. There is so much hope in this letter. Like, I'm just like, I just want to sit down Mm. with this person and talk to her for like a week. Mm. (laughs) But, um, and something that kind of came to me, it was, it sounds going to sound a little bit cliche, but a word that kept coming to me or a sentence was that she can't fight fully if she's not fully fueled. And I think that like, as someone that's recovered now, I know how I feel as a human being when I'm, when I'm eating, when, when I'm eating food and I'm, and I'm at peace in my soul, I know how good I feel. And I think I know what it's like to be an elite athlete, be on a world stage and be like hungry and tired and empty, but then have adrenaline from the crowd and it's, it's incongruent. And I think she really is going to fight her best if she's fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how amazing, um, she can do in the sport. Like she'll, if that's like something that's providing meaning and, um, so much of her identity, how it can even be more meaningful if she's like able to be in her body in the moment and fueled with all that adrenaline. I don't, that just means like it'd be even more impactful and she could do more. Absolutely. I mean, they talk about fight advantage, but I'm like, what about fuel advantage? Yes. Oh my goodness. That's so important. That's so true. Um, man, those, that's really helpful again, as a clinician to, to hear your, like your lived experience and also your clinical knowledge in this area. So it's super helpful. And, you know, I'm wondering, um, if you have something to add Christy to our food peace syllabus. And if you're new to the podcast, the food peace syllabus is a list of, um, let's see, books, uh, blog posts, videos, anything under the sun that we've put together on this food peace journey with the show that helps to help, it just helps your um, relationship with food and your body. And I'm wondering, Christy, if you'd like to add anything to it. Absolutely. I've got resources at my fingertips. So um, what we provide at Recovered Living is um, I'm really passionate about people who live in remote areas or people that don't have access to people who are recovered. And so I'm, I'm fully recovered. All my coaches are recovered. And so we offer online coaching and support to people and we've got clients all over the world. So that could look like meal support, eating online with someone and being like, hey, what's going on? 
you know, when you look at this plate of, of pasta or when you, you know, what's going on with your portion sizes, like talk to me about it. Like let's do it in the moment. So we absolutely do online support and we also offer live-ins as well. So it's something that I came up with myself and I was like, you know, when I was in recovery, I really wished I'd had someone to come and live with me who was recovered themselves and could help teach me and show me what a recovered lifestyle looked like. And so um, I've gone and lived with people, anything from four days up to four months at all different stages of recovery and worked in with a team, worked in with a therapist, worked in with a dietitian and worked with the whole family as well. And then in terms of extra resources, because I just get so excited about the recovery world and just want to give as much as I can. Um, if you jump on my website, I've got something called Recovered Voices and also Recovering Voices. And so what I did, Julie, is I interviewed a bunch of people who were recovered and a bunch of people who were in recovery and just asked them questions like, how did you heal your relationship with your body? How did you heal your relationship with food? And for people who are recovering, like what's been hard, what surprised you, what's the next thing you're working on? Because I think it's really important for people who who don't have a recovery community around them to to have mentors and have have buddies that can inspire them and empower them and that they feel connected to. So we've got a bunch of resources on the site as well as um, YouTube videos like music, books, blogs that are all kind of recovery related. You know, the the recovered voices and the recovering voices, it sounds like such an important resource because one of the things that people ask me for, because they'll, they'll be reading books and they're like, well, I see how, you know, the books are saying to recover, but like, how do I actually do it? Like, yeah. how do I actually like have this thought in my head and do what I need to do? So um, I'm excited to check that out. And I will put links to um, your services and um, those resources that you mentioned all in the show notes. So for you listener, if you are wondering what they are, you can just click. You don't have to worry about writing it down right now. And it'll be accessible right in there. And Christy, if someone wants to know more about you, is that recoveredliving.com the the easiest, fastest way to get a hold of you, or is there Absolutely. a better source? Okay. Recoveredliving.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook as Recovered Living. Awesome. I will put those in the, sh- in the show notes too. So Christy, is there anything else you'd like to add um, with this letter? I would. There's a couple of questions that our letter writer put in at the end that I'd really like to answer for her because I thought they were, they were great, really soul questions. And I feel like that's the reason she wrote because she's like, Julie, here's all the things I'm grappling with and how do I move forwards? So um, one of the questions she asked is, how can I feel better about my bigger body in a room full of lean athletes? And I was like, brilliant question. And what I want to say to her is that you're like the weight class where you naturally sit at your natural set point, like that was designed for a reason. Like it's, it's there for you. It's waiting. It's an invitation. It's a door. Um, and I feel like you actually do people a disservice by cutting down to a different weight class because all the people that are in your natural weight class, they don't get the chance to fight you. And yeah, you might be shorter. Um, you might have shorter arms or whatever, but find a way to use that for your advantage. Because I think when you get to an elite level of sport, the difference between first place and second place is so minus- is so minuscule. I don't think genetics come into it at that level. I think what comes into it is being fueled, is having heart, is having passion. And so in terms of being proud of your size, it's like, your size is where your power comes from. And so that weight class was designed for you. It's got your name on it. And I just want to say, open that door and step into it and and step into your power because that's where that's where your success lies. Mm, so important. I love it. Um, yeah, thank you. And she also said, like, how can I stop comparing myself to my sole female training partner who is as skinny and shredded as they come? And I was like, I hear you. Because in, like, in eating disorders, they're, they're so competitive and they compare so much. And I'd like to say, remind yourself that she's either that way because it's her set point 
or maybe she does struggle with food and body images and sorry with food and body issues like we don't know what what she's doing behind closed doors and remind yourself what you would have to do to your body and your food to cut to cut your weight because you can have a smaller body if you want to but then you're going to have a smaller life and mm. i think that that's where that spiritual aspect comes in julie is because mm-hmm. yeah you can have a smaller body you know we're taught as as athletes that yeah you can change your body and you can but at what cost and i think that's really where she's grappling yes that's exactly I, the same thing i'm a, it, it's come down to this like line item kind of thing like a fork in the road whether it's i'm going to be fueled for my body in the way that's appropriate for me or mm-hmm. i can be smaller and it's time to decide and yes. I have a feeling Christy and I are rooting for one choice, but it's still her decision. You know, she's the one that gets to decide. And absolutely, really hoping absolutely. it's the fueled one because it sounds like she's gonna kick ass. <laughs> so oh, I, I'm just like I can almost see them. It's like it's a it's a Hollywood film in my mind. I'm like, yes. make, make the harder decision, make the brave decision. And yes. I also think too, it's like because she's an elite athlete, it's like, can, can she use that mindset? And I think she already is because mm-hmm. something she said in her letter is my dietitian is amazed at how many like haze resources I've consumed in this amount of time. I'm like, she's using what she does in her sport for her recovery. And so I'm like, tap into that mindset, tap into that level of commitment, dedication, commitment that she puts into her sport. And if she puts that into her recovery, like she'll be done. Yes. She's already on the path. Like just keep mm-hmm. going, keep going. Keep yeah. going. Exactly. Keep going. Like I've got goosebumps for her and I'm like, please, can she write in and tell us how, like, like, you know, down the track, like, Hey, like, this is where I'm at. I'd love to hear. Yeah. Let us know when the movie comes out about your life story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Christy, this has been so wonderful. I have loved learning from you and thank you so much for your time, your expertise, your compassion. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right. So letter writer, there you have it. I hope the conversation that I had with Christy Amadio was helpful. I certainly learned a lot. And we believe in you. We're rooting for you. And we know you're on your path to recovery. We just want you to see it through because, oh my, you're going to do amazing things. I see food is written back. Before we get to food, this episode of the Love Food Podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace courses. You can get to the information at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Also, be sure to check out Third Wheeled, the social media advocacy platform that raises awareness of eating disorders in LGBTQ plus communities. You can get to that at ThirdWheeled.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I always appreciate a rating review, subscribing to the show, or sharing an episode. Doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow. So thank you in advance. All right, so let's hear from food. But until next time, take care. Dear Fighting Diet Culture, we see you standing at this crossroads. You've come so far, seen your truths and reconnected with your power. Only you know how to fuel your strength and feed your soul. Don't let perfectionism and fat phobia rob you of living your true life, alive and present. We see what's holding you back. You're on your own path to recovery and through staying reconnected and fueled, you can be the one to dismantle faulty beliefs and harmful stereotypes. We are rooting for you and believe you can do these next steps. 
love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.